0: The time is now. Ambition. What is the secret to success? Movement. Ambition. Yeah. People look at you strange, saying you change. Like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. This podcast is brought to you by Kalsika Fit App. Uh, That's right, we got an app also. The Fit App gives you unlimited access to over 100 high-quality fitness classes. And you can choose from a mix of spin, strength, TRX, HIT, yoga, Pilates, meditation, mobility workouts. We got some new content coming out. I just did a DJ spin class that's going to be coming out pretty soon. So check all those things out. Download the Kalsika Fit App. Go to Apple Store, go to the Google Store, Android Store, and you can get it all done there. It's very simple. It's our Netflix version of fitness. And point and click and have fun. And by the way, it's less than 50 cents a day. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Trainer's Talks podcast with Donovan Allman. I'm Donovan Allman. And I'm happy to join you today. And we're going to continue the series as we did in episode three of talking to some of the, the trainers that work with us um, in Napa Valley, the local area, and kind of they all come from all different areas of where, um, you know, they started from and their stories all kind of unique. Uh, this one coming up is with Michael Scala, uh, one of our trainers, and he's also a tennis pro and... A little bit of a, a music producer um, for us, so that talk is uh, very interesting and kind of talking about his his story. But uh, before we get into that, I want to kind of go through the exercise of the week. And so, you know, there's so many different exercises out there that, um, you know, depending on what you're focused on, you can they can be silly to to some people. They can be very straightforward but today's exercise is the RDL, um, also known as the Romanian deadlift, also known as the stiff leg deadlift. So that's when you're using kettlebell, dumbbell, um, barbell is usually the traditional type of uh, weight you're using. Um, wouldn't do it, you can also do it with bands. Um, and it's where you, there's traditional ones, there's different versions, but. The traditional one is having your toes straight ahead, having the the feet right underneath the uh, hips, um, standing tall, having the weight in your hands, and then you're almost tracking in the weight really close to your body as you bend forward while keeping your back really flat. That's the most important part is almost you're sitting your hips back as far back as you can while keeping your legs pretty much 90% at full extension at your knee. So you don't want to you can lock out your knees, but I would suggest having what I call a soft knee, where your knees are slightly bent, and then you kind of just tilt forward, and if you had like a logo, like a Nike check on your your chest, you should be able to see that in the mirror, if the mirror is in front of you, as you go down into that RDL. You should feel a hamstring stretch and kind of pull, and you use your glutes to kind of stand back up, but your back has to be flat. If your back's not flat, you, you really can hurt yourself there. So keep the weight close to your legs, sit your hips back, and kind of come down and up. It's a great exercise for the hamstrings, the glutes, the lower back. Um, It's it's kind of one of my favorite go-tos when it comes to uh, the hamstrings. I probably get into the RDL or version of the RDL um, almost once a week. All right, so now it's time for that interview that I had with Michael Scala. This was about... You know, a couple of months into the uh, pandemic shelter in place stuff. And so we kind of talk about that a little bit, but mainly about his story and and how he became a trainer. And I think is uh, we had a lot of fun with this one. So sit back and enjoy my conversation with the one and only Michael Scala. Yeah. All right. So we're here with uh, Michael Scala, and uh, he is a personal trainer at
1: Cal Sega Fit and a tennis pro. Um, and how long have you been working with us, Michael? Um, so about four years now. Going on. Yeah. So it's been, um, I want to say maybe I'm, you know, approaching that fourth year, about three and a half. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so um how are you doing during this kind of quarantine stuff during
1: right now um you know it's interesting because when we first went into shelter in place I was like this is bad This is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be a rough road yeah you know everybody was kind of dispersed and there was a lot of you know, kind of uncertainty, I think, especially in our profession. Um, but I would say that I'm actually busier maybe than before. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not quite as busy, but it's a very, I mean, I'm just grateful to be able to have, a, you know, great, great clients, obviously working with you guys. So, um you know, better than most. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, kind of what got you into, well, tell me the story that, uh, how you started with us. I mean, I know we both, we both have our versions of this story. So yeah. How, how, do you remember how we got started? And, and I do. How, how we met, like the first time, I don't know if I
1: remember that, do you remember the first time we met? Um. No, but I do remember I kept hearing your name all the time. <laughs> Because, you know, it's especially I think even a couple of years ago, and I think it's still true today, but they're like, oh, yeah, Donovan, Donovan, and it was so kind of word of mouth. And I remember kind of hearing about you and Tara. um, And I remember the first time that I actually did come to the gym, and I saw you and Tara. I was like, shit, they're in really good shape. (laughs) And I was like, wow, this it was it was a very, you know, because I grew up playing sports. Yeah. You know, you know hockey, golf, and all that. But my gym experience was low. And so yeah. the first time I came into the gym, I was like, what do I do here? What what what's the deal? But then once I kind of got a little bit more healthy, and I remember talking with you and Tara about that, actually the the thing that kind of catapulted me maybe to even hear was the 30-day challenge. Oh, okay. It was it summer? summer one? Or what was it was, what yeah, it was yeah, it was the summer challenge. Okay, cool. And and uh and you know, Blake, who was a member at the time, was like, yeah, they're doing this 30-day challenge. I was like, what? And then that was that led to a, a dramatic change in health and fitness. Yeah,
0: and um, so how? Um, so so that so let's let's keep going, keep going. Yeah. On that.
1: So 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 kind of that is a back. So that is that is the background of. So really, even in that thirty day challenge, I mean, I was you know running, eating amazing, working out probably two times a day, and lost. I mean, probably twenty pounds. Yeah. Like it was a crazy. I mean, it wasn't just in that challenge. That challenge probably ten, but it was like yeah. that was, and so then, I was more comfortable at the gym. You know, I was going a lot, taking classes and stuff. And then I was, I wasn't training so much. That's the part that we miss here. Yeah. I had I had a friend. Well,
0: let's go back. Let's go back on that. So, I get word from I'm trying to remember who told me.
1: Linda. Huh. I think it was Linda okay so
0: oh, uh somebody told me <laughs> that <laughs> somebody told me that uh Michael's i uh, saw so, him um, because i usually would leave the gym usually because I'm, I'm an early morning person i'm there from six and then i i leave sometime between four thirty and five usually yeah in the, in the afternoon and i think you would work out normally in the the afternoon or evenings yes yeah and so um, I kind of got word from Linda that uh hey you know Mike I saw Mike he's, he looks like he was tra- he's kind of working with somebody he you know training somebody and things like that and um and then so what did i say to you when i when I saw well, you or caught
1: so yeah, so then you i didn't i didn't you know I didn't think anything of it at the time because I was like oh it's so, you know it's like a buddy and I knew that he had just joined the gym, and I was like, oh, I'll show him, like, you know, a couple exercises, and then you yeah. called me, <laughs> you're like, you were kind of like, well, you know, if, you know, if a member wants to, you know, do some training or something, just have him reach out to us, you know, safety and all that, and I was like, oh, you know, totally, I get that, and then I remember asking you, I was like, you know, do you, can, like is is there anything I could? Can I teach you a class? Or I can't remember how I phrased it, but I was like, you know, I've kind of been thinking about doing it. Or
0: well, I I think I think you might have said it more like that. And then I was the one, who yeah, kind of. Well, because I already had the. Um, this was the time when we were starting our our contract and our um, partnership with the city. And and I kind of saw like within that conversation that you were kind of trying to get to that point of asking about you know what what this job or career was like in a way and i said well i might i might have something and we can talk about it and yeah and uh and then the the rest is history where you you can kind of take it from there so what happened after that
1: yeah, I, I I remember the phone call distinctly because I was I was I remember being outside and then I was like hung up and I and I remember thinking like huh, well I guess we'll kind of see where this goes, and then when you said, aqua class, <laughs> I was, I remember thinking well you know you got to start somewhere whatever you know it is what it is but i also remember thinking like i i have no idea what an like what what is aqua yeah but i'll never forget before my first class i was practicing in my apartment you know with the dumbbells with the noodle trying to get the timing down never taught one class and
0: and before that we did we we kind of worked together i kind of yeah. taught you over like a six week period yeah it kind of gets you ready we did like some practice stuff and i said work yeah. on that i talked about the timing and stuff like that but this coming up was going to be your first official class
1: yeah yeah no that's true there was definitely um kind of some working with you and trying to do a class with you know you some other instructors but doing it in front of the people. I i mean, I just remember standing up there being like, oh my God, what am I doing up here? Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. This is ridiculous. I mean, you just, I had no confidence. My timing was, yeah, I think as an instructor as well, especially when you're first starting, you're so like hyper sensitive, critical, you're like this is terrible oh my god this is just a train wreck like what and you know obviously the more you do it the better you get uh, So yeah
0: let's go let's go into that tennis a little bit more so yeah um, uh you took that further did so were you at tennis pro at one point yeah and so how, where was that when how old were you when you were doing that and who were you working with what what kind of situation was that
1: Yeah. So, so basically when I was after my first year of college and I, so I played tennis at Carthage in Wisconsin for a year and I was, and I thought I was good at tennis and I wasn't, then I met my coach. So one, a huge, huge inspiration in my life. He was from Israel, came to the U S. Professional tennis player, um, a, a very hardcore. I mean, thick accent, hit balls at you, go, go, go. I don't care. No crying. Get back up. Like, I mean, he was so hardcore, but it was amazing. I loved it personally. Yeah. And when I started playing with him, my game went to a whole new level. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're playing with people that are better than you, obviously he was a pro. I mean, he was like, as high as you could, you know, not Roger Federer, but you know, top 200 in the world. And that level is, you know, there's that yeah. <laughs> There's everybody else. Um, and so after I started playing with him, I started traveling for tennis to various tournaments, but it just got, it got a little bit expensive. And I don't know if my – I didn't – so financially, it just kind of came up a little bit much. And then I also kind of – with school, it just – so instead of kind of traveling and trying to make it more than that, I uh, started working at a club in Chicago and actually various clubs and then just kind of teaching.
0: But I remember the first time I got – we got out to the – tennis courts and i think even jackie said this uh the first time she did a lesson or saw you out on the tennis courts she's like michael's a different person out there and i would say what's interesting is that over the last two years i think you have gotten more and closer and closer to what that tennis person is and what i mean by that is that your confidence on the court uh, and what you're doing
1: yeah.
0: is, you know, is, is there is the cup is full when it comes to the confidence of what you feel like when you're on the court. And, um, and so I'm like, how do I get that into the training <laughs> and and get it to the point well, where, and I think you've said it already, is the reps.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, it, it's, it, it just... It's funny because when I'm on the tennis court there's no I'm not thinking. I mean I'm just and if I kind of go back to and it's only because it's more fresh but if I think back to like my first client yeah you know, first personal training session I was thinking like a crazy person. <laughs> I was thinking so much I was I couldn't think anymore. Couldn't think yeah. any harder. Is this right? Am I doing it? Are they getting it in workout? Is that too much knee flexion? What's, what's going on with the ankle? I, I don't, do you have any you know what, you know? And so on a tennis court, though, uh, yeah, it's very much automatic. I mean, I would say it's similar to how, And I and I remember sitting at the desk, and you were training, like, four people, <laughs> and I was like, how the shit is that even how i was like that's annoying i'm just gonna go back to work (laughs) (laughs) you know i I couldn't i couldn't i was like how's he doing it and it's the same thing if i have four people on a tennis court i don't you know you know adjust this you know get your racket back make sure you're taking the ball up front you got to move your feet more stay down so I, I think it is the reps. I mean, it's like once you put in a certain amount of time, things start to change, your eyes start to change, things you can see start to change. You just become, I think, really, you know, maybe it's professional, but I think you be, you also become a master. Yeah. That, you know, that takes, that's, that's maybe a little further down the road, but it's different. You just yeah. see it.
0: Yeah, totally, And and so, um let's go let's go into the the music thing because you you kind of brought it up we'll come back to that now so uh you were saying as tennis was going up or tennis was going down and music was starting to come up what what sparked that and what kind of just made that happen
1: um it's funny because so i was out with friends in Chicago winter night 23 maybe 20 23 24 and you know everybody had been you know drinking a lot what you do in Chicago yeah especially when it's cold out there and and it was a you know it was a kind of a a really bad night because you know some people were kind of running their mouth and you know you're out at a bar and just getting into a fight and I don't remember a whole lot but yeah. I woke up the next day you know I'm on, on my friend's uh, floor and I couldn't really get up and so I was like what you know what the hell happened last night and you know I kind of like staggered up off the floor could barely get into my car Made it home. And, you know, then my friend told me the next day, you know, we got to fight and all this. And I couldn't work for two months. I mean, mm-hmm. I, could, I could barely honestly walk without being like, oh my God, I, I could barely move. And I had, you now I had asked my parents as like a joke, can you get me a keyboard for Christmas? Yeah. And they actually bought it. And it was an old school Casio, you know, it had this little library suite, small, kind of like, you'd almost think like a kid's keyboard. Yeah. But I couldn't work. I couldn't move. And I was like, I'm going to start playing music. Yeah. And so it had a little education suite. So you could learn the left hand, you could learn the right hand, and then you could put them together. And that's how I learned piano. Yeah. So
0: um, something that, um, and and certain things are going to be teasing out over the coming uh, months here. But one of the things that we have done, that we can say for certain, is uh, we have On Demand. And on On Demand, a lot of the music that is on On Demand is music that you have produced.
1: Yeah. Co- well, we kind of co co-produced.
0: We co produced some of the stuff, but some of the, even some of the ones that are like the background music, I didn't. I don't think I touched.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And and the, but we did do our first album together. That yeah. is on Spotify. It's on album. It music. And w- w- what is it called? What's the album?
1: Uh, One life.
0: One life. Yeah. And um, so uh, I, I like to say. Um, you're Pharrell and I'm Diddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it, all day.
0: Yeah, so um, that that part of it is, you know, I think music and fitness work so well together. It's so synonymous, with, what, what yeah. we do with music. Like, music kind of pumps you up. If you walk into a gym that doesn't have music playing, have, have that has that happened to you?
1: It has and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's 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 so interesting even today i was working with the client and there was no music so i and i was like this is a very stagnant session so i just turned my phone on and pumped yeah. it up i was like okay there we go yeah
0: yeah totally um so that's that and we have some more stuff in store for that so, yes you know, uh, totally things okay. in the works so now that you've been tr- been a personal trainer for pretty much two years now. Yeah. What uh, kind of what is your your goals or what do you hope to kind of accomplish in your career and like what's your inspiration for when it comes to training?
1: Yeah. Um, it's interesting because when I first started with personal training, I didn't, I couldn't quite visualize how to, or even where I would be today. Yeah. And, And it's amazing how much that's kind of, that that vision is transformed. Um, And I think it also is part of working with you, working with Tara, working with Jackie. And it's amazing because even for our group, I get so much inspiration from each one of you guys. Yeah, Because, you know, it's like, it's such a, it's a great thing when people, you know, when a group of people are working hard, in yes. a similar direction. yeah, totally, yeah, it's kind of like when the tide rises, all boats you know rise with the tide, and yes. I think that that's one area that I've, you know, it's it's just I'm proud of that, you know, and I think it is you know kind of resonates from you and Jackie and just being part of a team, um, yeah. But in terms of for me personally, I think I want to be able to get to a place where you know, I, can, I can basically take someone from where they are and get them to where they want to be.